Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to a new week of AutoLine Daily. It's April 9th. I'm John McElroy, and here's the news. The full-size car segment is really starting to heat up in the American market. At the New York Auto Show last week, Chevrolet showed off the new Impala, the best-selling car in the segment, and Toyota showed off the new Avalon. Ford recently tweaked the Taurus, and Nissan did the same for the Maxima. A year ago or so, Chrysler redid the 300, which actually makes the Buick LaCrosse the oldest car in the segment. So far this year, those six big sedans have racked up sales of 126,000 units, easily outselling the 36 hybrids and electrics that are in the market, which had sales of about 110,000 units. That new Avalon, by the way, is the first time that Toyota has completely designed a passenger car in the United States. The car was styled at Kelty, which is Toyota's design center in California. All the engineering was done at its sprawling tech center in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and the car itself will be built in Kentucky. This move is yet another example of how Japanese automakers are trying to cope with the high cost of the Japanese yen. About five years ago, Lincoln dumped long-standing nameplates in favor of MK this and MK that. But has the strategy actually worked? Well, according to a Detroit Free Press article, no. Town Car and Navigator are still the best-known Lincoln names. MKZ, which has received half a decade of advertising and marketing, is still not as well known. <laughs> Tell me this, six years after the name change and the old names still score better? Lincoln, I think the market is telling you something. Chrysler is going to unveil two new concept vehicles at the Beijing Auto Show in about two weeks. One is the 300C, created with the Chinese market in mind. Supposedly, it features special Chinese-themed design elements. The other concept in question is a Jeep Wrangler inspired by the Year of the Dragon. You know, Chrysler is practically non-existent in China, and the fact that it developed two concept vehicles for the show shows that it really wants to make an impact there. Well, you know, maybe GM really is government motors. The U.S. Treasury Department just froze CEO Dan Ackerson's compensation at $9 million. Other executives will have their pay frozen as well, but the government did agree to raises for a few executives. I guess the optics just weren't very good. What with executives making millions in an election year, and with the UAW squawking that management is making too much. Mazda is struggling financially, which is why the financial community wants to see the company dump some of its non-core assets, like the Hiroshima Carp, a professional baseball team, and the San Frecce Hiroshima, a professional soccer team. Mazda also owns a hospital and $5 billion in land in its home city of Hiroshima. The company is forecasting it will rack up its largest loss in 11 years, and dumping those non-core assets 
could sure pay a lot of bills. Say, have you ever heard of the Chrysler Institute of Engineering? Me neither. It's a program that Chrysler uses to develop future technical management, and we'll have more about that right after this. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Jessica LaFond is model responsible for Ram trucks at Chrysler. That's their internal way of saying she is the chief engineer. I recently asked her to give me one of those aha moments that really helped her in her career and to talk about the Chrysler Engineering Institute, a program within Chrysler to train technical people for the company. And I want to thank Automotive Next at Inforum for helping to arrange this interview and to Chrysler for sponsoring it. Let's go to that interview right now. Jessica, give me an example of an aha moment in your career where things really clicked and you understood, especially as a woman, of how to move forward in the automotive industry. Okay, well, an aha moment for me occurred when I was about 10 years into my career. So when I had first started out, you're in a heavy male-dominated society and learning how to get along. How do you function differently from an academic standpoint versus in the work world? And one of the pieces of advice I received about 10 years into my career was from another woman colleague who probably had about 25 years of experience at that time. And she sat me down once after one of these intense meetings at, at work where you're arguing your point back and forth and pulled me aside and helped me understand the difference between how you need to function as a female in a male-dominated society versus maybe how men are able to function. So what'd she tell you? What she told me was, keep in mind when you're in these heavy, intense conversations and trying to figure out the right way to go, that in men, when you're having a discussion from one man to another, oftentimes the conversation can get quite heated and nobody interprets it in any negative form. Guys are used to arguing. Yeah, it's, it's more culturally acceptable. Normal, not a big deal. When, and even when women interact with men, when those arguments can occur, nothing is necessarily interpreted negatively. But when another woman, one woman to another woman, start to have that type of a heated argument or cat discussion. Fight, right? It, it, everybody interprets it as a cat fight. Yes, then, huh? and what you've really got to become aware of, or at least this was her advice to me, which, which I really took to heart, was be cognizant of the fact that others will interpret it differently than perhaps you or the other person you're talking to even mean it to be. So really watch and become cognizant of that environment and adjust your behavior. So if, if you need to have that discussion, tone it down, sit back, relax, slow it down if you need to, or frankly, if you can't figure out a way to, to get that point across, know that it's something you probably should just discuss later. Because the environment that you're in will interpret and label you, in, at least at this time. Perhaps in the future that may go away, but just be very much aware of it. Great advice. Also, another thing I want to ask you about is the Chrysler Institute of Engineering. Tell me a little bit about this, because I've never heard of this program, and even though it goes way back, right? Yep, actually, the Chrysler Institute of Engineering started in 1931, and it's a program that began at Chrysler when they hired a select number of students who were just finishing their undergraduate degree. And they were brought into the Chrysler Corporation at the time to pursue their master's degree in engineering, as well as to complete a 30-month rotation. Um, the heritage of this program lives on today. Actually, back then, um, the Chrysler um, Corporation was actually able to issue a master's degree in engineering. So the students actually got a degree at the company. 
Today, the intent's pretty much the same. You get a master's degree at night um, while you're working through a 30-month rotation. So I was hired into this program. It, it, it's actually part, it boils down to about three different segments. The first segment of the program is designed to help an, a young engineer get acclimated into what it takes to make a car. So we take them through uh, really how breaking down a vehicle, going to our service tech, technical center, learning how to take a car apart, going to our assembly plants, learning how they are actually put together where the miracle occurs, um, and then also learning all the details of all the testing required at our proving grounds. So what are all the safety specifications? How are all those tests run? Which is actually a huge step and leap from what you learn academically. So how does that really come to pass? And then the next two phases of the program are all about rotations. So people move around in four-month increments and take structured rotations, whether at the assembly plant, through body engineering, aerothermal. It's, you have a few different selections to make. And then you can even adventure out. So whether it's product design, and, um, product design office, so working with early concepts, or even product planning, what features go into a car. So a great way to learn a whole lot about the company. Yeah, learn a lot about the company, learn a lot about what makes you click. Because just because you've liked something academically, what you're going to aspire to in the work world, yeah, it takes a little while to figure out. You probably don't know that the first day out. Um, and the other thing is to make those connections. So a large network is developed over a short period of time to make a big company feel small. Jessica, thanks so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. It's nice talking to you today. That aha moment is brought to you by Chrysler Group LLC. For career opportunities, please visit www.chryslercareers.com.